I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. I want the surprise. I don't want the attachment to whatever the future might be. So we'll talk about that. But first, let's just say that whatever your future reality is, in this moment, the best thing for you is to alleviate the one variable that you do have control over. For A, just simple ease in your heart. B, the beautiful practice of non-attachment so you don't only egg on more anxiety and feel free and see what if alleviating that only gives you the best possible case scenario for your timeline now let the magic begin Hello and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, and I am recording an intro in a different location than where the majority of this episode was recorded. So you might hear some cars in the background because I have decided spontaneously to stay one night by the ocean before I am off for my Annapurna trek tomorrow. I'll be staying in Kathmandu a few days and then off to Annapurna. So I'm gonna be keeping this intro short, pretty much the shortest intro yet. <laughs> I just wanna give a shout out to Yummy Review of the Week and then 
lead right in to the Q&A questions that came in the other week. Last week was all based on one question. This week, based on a handful. And then next week, a handful more plus a very specific topic that I get asked about a lot. Something for your soul, something for you to prepare for when it comes to 2020. Next week will be the last solo of this short series. This week's review of the week is from Powerful Sarah. And Sarah writes, can't stop listening to this podcast. Five stars. Everyone needs to listen to this podcast. The magic that comes out of every episode gives me goosebumps. So much love, so much positivity and understanding is always present every time I listen. I learn something new every time about self-awareness, the universe. It's always something that comes out of the podcast that gives me a bigger perspective and I can tell how it's helped me grow more and more enlightened ever since I started listening. The guest speakers are always the best and I can't wait for new episodes every week. Sarah, thank you so much. I'm glad that this has helped your soul and spiritual journey in whatever way. We are here having this human experience as souls, yet it's amazing how much more expansive this human experience can be when you do dive in. Allow your soul the opportunity to up-level and for your consciousness to expand. So I'm so happy to provide you with that and to provide you with guests that just, they get it. (laughs) Their third eye is awake. And this one is from University Student 96. Yom is a warm homecoming for the soul. No matter where my life flows or how long I spend away from this platform, Raquel and Yom are always there when I return. Listening feels like coming home to this community and to myself. Every episode fills me to the brim with warm, cuddly feelings of happiness and unconditional love, but also the necessary encouragement to grow and evolve in this life. If you're reading this, please listen. I promise it's worth every second of the time you're willing to give. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for giving your heart and your time to this podcast. The fact that each podcast is an hour to two hours and many of you listen to it every single week and sometimes multiple times a week, just that's such an honor as time is one of your most valuable assets. In fact, I see it as a form of currency and I am deeply, deeply, deeply honored that you take this time. But to be honest, to have this platform as a catalyst for your spiritual growth, that is an honor. That is a gift. So that's actually a gift for me from you. So thank you. Anyway, I'm excited to get on with this episode. I realized something. I do talk about anxiety as in the first question. And when I do talk about it, I'm not talking about those that experience panic attacks frequently or or if they've been diagnosed with severe anxiety disorders that's a completely different level i know that friends of mine that do experience panic attacks frequently i've never even experienced a panic attack they go to see someone professional they go to cognitive behavioral therapy so i'm not talking about that degree of anxiety as that is completely different you'll hear in the way I define what anxiety is based on the definition of 
probably dictionary.com, <laughs> how I see anxiety and the tools I've used and or close friends have used to overcome it in that moment. So that was just a preface to the episode. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with another solo episode from my heart to yours. All right, so, well, the next question after last week's first question, which happened to just take up an entire episode, because I wanted it to. The second question is how's a bood, but I'd rather move that towards the end. So whenever I start talking about Bali, that'll be towards the end of the episode. And the day you're listening to this, I am on my way to Kathmandu, Nepal, which is insane. I'll be trekking for seven days, Ugh, which I'm super excited about. So watch my stories for that trek. And by the way, have I experienced any anxiety when it comes to this? A bit, but you know what? I actually just kind of have been in flow with it. There's been some butterflies, but it's more so for excitement than a negative, anxious feeling, which is great. So that bleeds into the next question by Alex Changes the World. Any tools for dealing with anxiety? I have a hard time breaking out of an episode. Ooh, yes, I do, Alex. I got you. So, you know, I may experience anxiety from time to time, but fortunately, not as frequently. And if I do, I indeed have the tools on my tool belt to break out of those episodes fast. (laughs) So anxiety is defined as a feeling of worry or unease and typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So yeah, if you're human, unless you were perhaps born enlightened like Jesus Christ or a high 5D or 6D density consciousness entity streaming through a 3D body for this temporary experience. Unless you're that human, then you've indeed experienced anxiety. And you might even have a mild case of it right now if there's anything you feel uneasy about while thinking of your future. Because that pretty much sums up what it is. That no need to freak out, by the way. <laughs> no need to worry that that little bit of an unease you feel is anxiety. So, oh my gosh, it's time to shift that. No, that's just going to give you more anxiety. No need to add a layer of it. It's all good. It's just human. It's part of this experience. You're fine. You're fine. And it also may seem that, you know, it's our external world that creates this perceived reality of something stirs up stress inside or you have a lot of stress in your work life or your relationships or your finances or just you know major changes in your life so in turn this can affect the way that we feel about others and also the world and even ourselves which can play a factor in even our own health (laughs) so perhaps you're sitting in this seat of anxiety right now because you are about to ask for a promotion or a raise in your job, or perhaps your partner seems to be pulling away a bit, 
or you don't know how you're going to pay rent next month because you have loads of other expenses. You know, whatever brings you a sense of unease while thinking about an uncertain, unwritten future event will bring you anxiety, whether it's a small, mild amount of anxiety or severe. No matter what, the future. Now, that future is unwritten from where your reality lies in this moment. I mean, perhaps it has been written. You know, your future timeline is written. Perhaps it's written in the stars. Perhaps because, you know, the creator has already experienced it all. It's already happened. But from where you're actually sitting right now, from your limited perspective of what your human can see, even though you do have an infinite number of paths, an infinite number of timelines and possibilities of what may happen in the future, right now the future is still unwritten. So the uncertainty variable may not be possible from this 3D reality to remove or control. However, the one variable that we do have control over is our feeling in this situation. The variable of unease or stress, the feeling that just ignites the anxiety. I actually for sure don't have a desire to foresee my future because I want to be surprised. And maybe that's also why I'm alleviated with anxiety is because I want the surprise. I don't want the attachment to whatever the future might be. So we'll talk about that. But first, let's just say that whatever your future reality is, in this moment, the best thing for you is to alleviate the one variable that you do have control over for A, just simple ease in your heart. B, the beautiful practice of non-attachment so you don't only egg on more anxiety and feel free. And C, I mean, what if alleviating that only gives you the best possible case scenario for your timeline? I mean, let's just say, let's just make that our perspective, yeah? But you know what? If that brings you more anxiety, just scratch C. Don't even think about it. Just focus on the fact that the only thing that is in your hands, the only thing that you really can shift is the way you're feeling. So now let's look at the variable before you feel this uneasy feeling, and that is the thought. And our thoughts trigger these emotions. And our emotions, especially when they feel a sense of uneasiness or just something that doesn't feel right, may signal that there is truly something greater going on within and something that we need to perhaps address. So this thought is created before you feel uneasy that is the thought to begin to shift and guess how we can do that good old telling ourselves something else affirmations shifting our thoughts consciously we can call it i mean we're all delusional and it's all an illusion anyways so we might as well make our delusions and our illusions more positive and have a completely different perspective. That's my perspective on reality. And I think that's why I feel pretty darn happy right now. So I have a lot of tools to help you shift whatever the thought is and what's 
going on within. And I'm not going to tell you to just hypnotize yourself and do a subconscious deep dive for 90 minutes for five hours to shift the emotion or go to Peru on an ayahuasca trip to shift the emotion or Bali to find your soul to shift the emotion. No, it's not going to be expensive and it's not going to require any tools or any crazy length of time, even though all of the above definitely would help and probably do the trick. (laughs) But this is something that you can just simply do where you're at right now to offset the emotion and just completely shift it for good in time the more you practice this. So, and remember, again, the more you practice this, it might not happen. It might magically happen the first time, and it might not, and that's okay. And I can assure you this. I want to give you full faith that it will shift. Think about the things that you used to worry about when you were, like, 15 and how non-attached you are to whatever those were, those things that gave you anxiety then. I promise you. Time, of course, is one of the greatest medicines, but you can indeed speed that time up with these conscious shifts. So first and foremost, allow yourself to feel it. Repeat to yourself in thought, in your mind, that whatever you're feeling right now is meant to be felt or to be released and have full, full, full faith that this too shall pass. Take those slow delicious, deep, deep, deep breaths. And do not bottle the emotions inside. And two, I want you to somehow let it out, whether you say it out loud, cry it out loud. Cry, cry is a great form of releasing and just like letting it out. Or look in the mirror and communicate with yourself what is really going on. Looking, gazing in your irises. Write in your journal. Or even if you have an amazing friend who's down to listen, down to be there for you, won't feel like you are depleting their energy in any way because you don't want to be an energy vampire. And you both have a give and take relationship very well, then call a friend, call a family member. And then after you've vented, step three please go outside. If you're in the cold mountains during winter time or just in a really cold weathered climate, you know, maybe just pop out for a little bit just to get that fresh air. But there's something about that fresh air that you are walking out with the intention that this fresh air is just going to be a nice release of everything you're processing. Oh man, it is so delicious. And if it is warm or if you don't mind the cold, take a walk. Take a walk with either soothing music or perhaps, you know, even better yet, no music at all. Unless you're in like a chaotic area with a lot of distractions that will only trigger more noise. And just some nice soothing music that does nourish your soul uh, not the ego. And four, remind yourself that... This is a process. It's going to take time. So the only thing you need to do right now is to feel that deep love you have for yourself, which you do. Whether you feel like you love yourself or not right now, you do. I mean, you're alive. You're waking up. You're doing the hardest thing. One of the most courageous things every single day is like making it happen for yourself in some way, waking up and just doing something. So to just honor her, honor him, 
and give yourself that deep love. However you prefer to do that, feel it, just bask in that love. And if that doesn't resonate quite yet, that's fine, but at least do the first three steps because it really will help. And if you feel like that is too much time because you're in the middle of work and the anxiety arises, well, you know, just quickly write in your journal or just quickly say out loud in your car, like go to your car for a second and just like vent it out loud for a second. Or if you have a really, if you're really close to a coworker, but you do what you feel is right for you for sure. And then after you let it out, after you release it somehow, just step outside for a second, just a second. Getting a breath of fresh air is a saying for a reason. You just need that breath of fresh air for a second to process for a second. It's almost like the breeze of the outdoors is decluttering your mind the second you step out. So do yourself that favor for just a moment. And there are other things, of course, too. Like, you know, to be honest, avoiding caffeine is smart. It's hard. If I feel like I have severe anxiety or something, I definitely won't have coffee because I just know that 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 triggers a heart rate and just makes it, it eggs it on. It does. So I'll have like a decaf latte. And then honestly, one thing, if you're like at home or just somewhere cozy, I will lie on my back, place one hand on my heart, one hand on my belly, and just deeply breathe and repeat a mantra in my mind like all will always be well all turns out well or only what is best will happen and have full faith I mean if the universe wants it to happen it will (laughs) it will there's no need for you to try to control a situation and of course many turn to breath work even like a short 10 minute breathwork does wonders and Brie Melanson has actually told me she told me to create a breathwork playlist for myself that I can always just turn to so I've done that and it really does work wonders and I'll do the breathing exercise keeping my mouth closed inhale expand the stomach inhale expand the chest and exhale all the air out with your mouth open and then just keep doing that at your own rhythm and you can speed it up slow it down and just doing that while listening to music Perhaps I'll have a breathwork playlist up by then on my Spotify. My Spotify is in the show notes for you. And that does wonders. There's also many tapping exercises that you can do. And you can follow along with some that are online on YouTube. And I had Kelsey Patel talk about that in an episode of September of 2018, I believe it was. And then there's also crystals that you can meditate with or just breathe into or, you know, place one on your third eye or your heart center and simply just close your eyes and breathe. Hold this crystal in your hands. Close your eyes and take three deep, delicious breaths. You know, go for calming crystals. If you've listened to the crystal episodes, Energy Muse, Heather and Timmy have recommended on this podcast blue lace agate as one that has a soothing effect on the mind so perhaps go buy a blue lace agate or something blue something peaceful something calming angelite too is a very calming one dancing a shakti dance just ooh, allowing the energy to move through you intentional conscious dancing Feeling that energy and just feeling it release. I might even go to an ecstatic dance tonight to release something that's going on with me. <laughs> oh, that's going to be delicious. Um, and then, of course, yoga. Even, to be honest, I don't know, something that's super healing and just anxiety alleviating is going to like a yummy 
yin yoga class. Ugh, that sounds so nice. And then, of course, you know, the beauty of all this, of this experience, of this experience of the unease, of anxiety, of just simply being human, is that it's like the fruit of an opportunity to heal something deeper. You know, you get the opportunity to ask whatever the question is, the underlying question, ask the universe and have it delivered or have something shifted, ask for something shifted within. I mean, this is an opportunity for you to turn the page for some sort of chapter and just grow. It's part of your spiritual evolution. So it's also such a beautiful part of this human experience. And of course, you know, I feel you if you have anxiety disorder and I, I highly encourage that you actually seek professional help at this time because there's so much beauty in that too. Just confiding in someone that is professional, that gets it, that knows. So healing. So I highly recommend that as well. All right. I mean it when I say that Fabletics actually looks absolutely phenomenal on every body shape. There's something that they do that highlights the most beautiful parts of every shell. I am in love with their high-tech sculpt knit advanced leggings. Ugh, and by the way, you can get two of those for just $24 when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. In fact, you can get two pair of any leggings for just $24 when you use our URL. I mean, I'm sure you're very familiar with Fabletics. They're kind of like everywhere these days and you might as well just try them out. Honestly, what a steal. $2 for $24. You have hundreds of styles to choose from. When you go to their site, go to the bottoms, click on leggings and seven eighths and then look at all of the high-waisted or even the mid-rise power hold leggings. I know. Some of my favorites though are the cashels. I like the uniqueness of the bottom legging part. And look at their high-waisted sculpt knit dot leggings. I believe I wore them the other day when I did a little yoga flow on my Insta story. And I'm telling you, they're cute. They shape you quite well. I feel phenomenal in them, not gonna lie. And yeah, Fabletics. Good job, Kate Hudson, for creating such an amazing brand. They have some fun fall colors for us right now, which I very much appreciate. Plus, their sports bras are so comfortable. I am pretty well endowed in that area, and I need something of high impact for pretty much anything I do. <laughs> keep them in there yeah so they have high impact medium impact and low impact bras for you and one thing I like about their site is I like to go to click on the outfits and then you just get even better deals when you buy certain outfits together so if you are interested in two pairs of yoga pants for just $24 go to fabletics.com forward slash magic as they offer affordable, high quality, very stylish clothes for both men and women. And yeah, you can shop for pants and leggings and joggers and tops and tees for pretty much any fitness you want to do and at any fitness level. And they are always providing new outfits every single month. And what I love, honestly, is their Fabletics VIP program because I actually even with the VIP program, walked into the store and because I had $50 credit on my VIP program, I walked out with a really, really cute jacket for just like 30 bucks 
when it was like 80 bucks. So yeah, thanks Fabletics for being super innovative. Next question. How can one travel consistently yet remain centered at Remembering Valeria? Oh my gosh, I could not wait to finally make traveling my lifestyle years ago. And I was like, I'm going to be a digital nomad and just work while looking at the green leaves of the Bali forest and jungle. <laughs> yes. That, I mean, that's what I'm actually doing right now. I'm literally looking at a Bali jungle in front of me in my Airbnb. And I guess I'm working in a sense, but it doesn't really always feel like work when you really love what you're doing. Anyway, what I do want to share is that there are many obvious upsides, but there's also definitely some perceived inconvenience, but I am shifting that as well. Because when you are an adventurous soul like myself, you might have a hard time sitting at lengths of time at a computer or definitely can't look at your phone for too long. And when that's pretty much your work because you are a digital nomad, that makes it pretty tricky. And so it will uncenter me in a sense because I will feel like this pull, I'll feel this tug like, okay, I have all this stuff to do, yet look how beautiful it is outside and I just want to experience how nice and it is outside and just explore and just be appreciate what's around me so guess what I make sure to do that and I give myself that time usually every morning just to make sure I do squeeze it in because then I feel like I wasted a day in paradise even when I'm home I just want to embrace the day in some way what's before me I need to honor that desire of mine. And so I do set personal intentions and personal boundaries for myself that I also honor. And now if you don't trust yourself, it doesn't hurt to perhaps have someone that can hold you accountable, have an accountability buddy. Now you're talking about centering yourself so you have that time, that present moment out in nature or just time alone or just grounding reconnecting to your soul so you're not allowing the noise of the day to take over and push and pull you and you don't feel like you're floating in the wind so you just stay centered and grounded where you're at because I mean traveling is very exciting and very exhausting so it could definitely make you feel a bit ungrounded so right when I wake up I give myself that time that routine in the morning to center myself, it's something to connect me with the divine in a way. And I, I have to do this every single day. I do, because I've experienced before the juxtaposition when I don't do that every single day. And that leads me into a place where the lens I'm wearing is a bit darker. So now for me personally, I love flow and I love daily diversity. So I don't have that set routine anymore like I used to where I would write out like, all right, I am going to meditate for 15 minutes and I have like the link of the meditation I'm going to do. And then I'm going to have my coffee. And then after my coffee and journal, I am going to go out and run. And then I'm going to only do that for 20 minutes. I'm going to set the alarm. And then right after that, I'm going to go out and run. No, nope, I just flow. I have 
kind of like my own inner timer now of when it's time to like move on to the next thing, you know? Then I also journal or write things down while I have my coffee and or read. So sometimes I can squeeze in both journaling and a bit of a, a reading of a spiritual book. And then I go and move my body in some way. Hopefully a yoga class aligns with that timing. I usually do all three of those, but sometimes I just do two of those, sometimes just one. But at least doing one of those is truly what centers me no matter where I'm at in the world. But if you can't do it in the morning for whatever reason, just find a pocket of the day to do it, to have that time for you. And maybe for you it's not meditating, journaling, and going and moving your body. But whatever it is that does, maybe it's painting for a second. Like whatever it is that centers you and connects you with the divine set that boundary for yourself and also tell others that you might be traveling with that you just need this pocket of time this window of time to do this for you how do i create paradise in a mad and negative world i would rather see different Whew. three words shifting your perspective in all reality our reality is just energy which we did talk about when it came to anxiety you can shift your perspective on that too to know that this is truly the fruit of you releasing something and that this is good this isn't bad this is this is part of your spiritual evolution so there's nothing wrong with feeling this way and that it's a golden thing because you're releasing it that's the perspective you're shifting that to so whatever you see that brings you unease in any way even if it's unease about the past unease about the present or unease for the future you can shift your perspective. You can reprogram your mind to see it completely differently because guess what? Your perspective's an illusion of the mind anyways. <laughs> yes, an illusion as you know we talk about many times on this podcast. So every single one of us wears a completely different lens with our own unique filter and you know this lens and filter they've been painted in our subconscious mind as we interpret whatever we perceive due to our experiences in life and that determines how we behave, how we act, and even what we attract is all a result of what we have thought of how our subconscious mind sees the world at this time because of how it's been programmed. And truly those interpretations are based on past observations and experiences. So every single moment, in fact, you're influenced by millions of things. And the next moment, and the next day, and the next month, and the next year are truly also influenced by right now. And so you're extremely impressionable, but you were extremely the utmost impressionable when you, from birth to even about seven years old, when your mind was in this theta brainwave state and more tapped into the subconscious mind as it had not yet been fully clouded by society's beliefs and indoctrinations. And the beautiful thing is, whether you're in an awake state, very awake beta state, or you're in a more hypnotic theta state, you will still have influence over your subconscious mind. 
And so perhaps affirmations can shift its perspective because your subconscious mind sees all that you're experiencing as reality. So if you allow yourself to experience those affirmations until you fully believe it, then it will believe it. I indeed, when I was in my dark period for a bit, I just wanted to shift my perspective on my reality of how I felt about myself and how I saw others and how I saw the world. And instead of feeling like a victim um, in any way, I like opened myself up to the possibilities of their perspective that I found more compassion for and made pure sense in my heart. And I've also shifted my perspective on myself, on what I deserve. You know, and lately I've been attracting a lot of beautiful things. The people you surround yourself with really do mirror to you where you're at. And perhaps maybe even if you begin to surround yourself with different people that do see life a bit more positively, you will too. I definitely do choose to surround my energy with people that want to see life in a more positive light no matter how much I love them that will never change that's just my own personal choice and boundary we have so many different podcasts on shifting your perspective that feel free to go listen to or read one of Joe Dispenza's books as he is the quantum king and he talks all about shifting your reality shifting your perspective I recommend becoming supernatural or breaking the habit of being yourself that's what it's all about you got to break that habit of being who you think you are (laughs) all right next question and this is from katie rafferty katie i love you by the way she went to the first retreat yeah she's awesome and she's going to the second too which is exciting anyways katie hi so and she asks I would love to hear about your current morning routine. Like I said earlier, you know, I just mix it up depending on my mood and location, but I just have to center myself, usually through meditation or, and then journaling and or reading and then a sweat sesh or on rest days, just like a nice long walk. Sometimes meditation is last. Sometimes it's usually first though. It really all depends on my mood and flow. Uh, What has been your most powerful tool for deep transformation in your life? Plant-based Luke. Well, Luke, in truth, as much as I enjoy all the spiritual philosophies and prop tools and modalities that, you know, give us deep insight to ourselves and others, like astrology, for example, or even that shift our energy a bit, like, you know, crystals or other modalities, like human design, and even the power of breath work, you know, nothing for me personally will ever beat what we talked about earlier, which is simply shifting my perspective on this reality in either an awakened beta or deep theta state. You know, I don't need any tools, not even music to just tune in. If I'm completely awake, so in beta state, if I'm in an awakened stage, then affirmations, reminding myself, and just noticing the thoughts, becoming aware of the thoughts, standing outside as the observer of those thoughts, and simply changing those thoughts in my mind, telling myself that, you know what, this is an illusion, let me make it another illusion, (laughs) and just be a delusional optimist, and deep, deep, deep breathing in that moment, and then if I'm in hypnosis, then at that time, I have the power to reprogram that story. I see the story before me in my own way. Some people might just experience it in their body, not like see a vision or hear something, whatever your clair sense strength lies. 
And so for me, I'll see it before me, the story, and then I will just change that story and also add some new affirmations in there too. Basically just, you know, quantum healing. Yeah. (laughs) This is from Sandari Soul. What is something you tell yourself when you are low in confidence? Mm, Such a good question. And again, I shift my perspective. (laughs) Actually, a while ago, I have totally redefined and embody what I believe about myself, what I feel about myself, what I know about myself, and what narratives I had to let go of, identities I had to let go of to truly just feel a deeper sense of love and truth and just be more authentically me without ever feeling ashamed to be that way or judging that way, just being that way. And it helped me become more magnetic. You know, people that exited my life came back. Um, I have new amazing people in my life today. And it's just because truly just shifted my perspective about me. One thing in this human experience is that we can easily become attached to the word self when we're thinking of self-confidence, self-love, self-esteem, we may attach to the word self thinking that we must experience this self-confidence somehow in order to have live a happy life. And like I said, I did all the SO, all the woo-woo things that did indeed perhaps help. Yet when I say I shifted my perspective, you're probably like, how? How did you shift this perspective? (laughs) Well, a few conscious shifts and then a few that honestly just ended up clicking perhaps from doing the inner work it wasn't a magic word it was a magic tool I think it it was truly just as my consciousness my awareness and my self-awareness expanded and my ability to not attach to alleviate a lot of attachments to a lot of outcomes or the external need for certain validations that ended up allowing me to just experience this love, which you could call self-love, but in all reality, it feels more like all love, to experience a deep love that I've never experienced before for not only myself, but also just all living things, all living humans. I've never understood or felt in every fiber of my being what this oneness is. And I think true confidence, there's confidence that you can indeed embody and it might not be real within but people can see it and they can assume that you are a confident person though that person might truly really care what everyone in the room thinks and then there's just a confidence that feels a love for all and people can see that in your eyes they can feel it in your spirit when they're in your presence and that's simply to see everybody else as a love when you're with them and that alleviates this fear of judgment or this fear of what they're thinking and that alleviates the anxiety as well when you look at everybody else with compassion with love because you don't know what they're experiencing what they're going through walking through their shoes and to be honest they're probably thinking many things that perhaps your ego might want to think when you're in someone's presence, like, what is this person thinking of me? How can I best act so this person likes me? But instead, 
just seeing that person being present with them in love, somehow your own true confidence within comes out, radiates. And it's undeniable because it's your God-given love. But I wouldn't pressure yourself to feel any sort of confidence or raise any of your esteem. What I would implore is to really continue to connect deeply with divine guidance so you know that you're being taken care of and you start to see that all really is well and you start to see how we all have that magic, we all have that oneness and when you really do feel this and feel this compassion and love for all, a true goddess doesn't put herself on a pedestal but just raises everybody else with her. The ego will put you on a pedestal or put others on a pedestal. But seeing everybody else as equal eliminates the fear. And then there's nothing to fear when you know we're all equal. And so there's no reason to not be confident. Yet I do also believe that we do have the right to honor this human in which our soul, of course, and chose to incarnate. So there are people, of course, that are programmed still by their ego, by society standards to feed their judgments and their fears and so they might their ego might be loud even though you have this awareness now you have this knowing that their soul sees you as one knows you're one so it's just their ego being a little loud and and you know that that's not really them you you truly will not care trust that as everybody's consciousness is expanding that they're going to see it and feel it too, similar to the way you do. All right, Yomis, so a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one, so some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of Hum Nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how Hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like, uh, it is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply, and it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way, so it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium Leucotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so, 20% off for the Soul Tribe. 
still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code magic. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic side note a lot of times they also have like 25% off when you get three bottles so you can type in the promo code on top of that 25% off and so that's yeah a lot right right (laughs) and just so you know because I was curious for you on your behalf I grabbed three different items just to test this out so daily cleanse killer nails and gut instinct and the subtotal was $60 My savings saved $24 with my discount. And so the total with those three was $36 for three different powerful supplements. Okay, anyways, back to the show. So it may sound slightly different, the audio, because I am in a completely new location. Yesterday... While I was working, I had this nudge. My soul deeply desires to be around the ocean before my big, long Annapurna trek in Nepal. (laughs) Before I am hiking the mountains for seven days, just a moment with the ocean, the ocean breeze. So Bud is about a little over an hour from the ocean. And I figured I'll just stay the night down by the ocean. Now... Keep in mind, it was spontaneous, so I didn't thoroughly examine the Airbnbs, so you might hear cars in the background, but that's okay. I have the ocean breeze by my side. I'm in lovely Changu, Bali right now, just hours before I leave for Kathmandu, and I couldn't be more happy to be here. In fact, people asked about how Bali was. Like Jess Pink, she asked, how is Ubud? And Elsie Hendricks, aka Lauren, asked, how has Bali been? So, whew, like I said, Ubud is more inland. It's located in the uplands of Bali. The atmosphere, the energy that radiates throughout Ubud is completely different and more deeply spellbinding, I feel, than anywhere else in Bali. The north does ha- hold that magic as well a lot of greenery, but there's something that I feel deeply connected to in Ubud compared to everywhere else, even if other places do happen to have the ocean, perhaps because it is the spiritual center for a lot of visitors, and it really is the cultural capital of their art galleries and their museums and their temples. So, of course, there's the very well-known and touristy area like where the royal palace is in the center of town and it is fun it's an energy in and of itself because it's chaotic and there's a lot of people so I never want to set expectations high when people first get to a booth because of 
the chaos, it's almost like Mama Bali is testing you for a second. How can you handle this? Because a lot of people have a really hard time. Their nervous systems have a hard time with just that center. But then when you allow yourself to go outside in the surrounding areas and experience that, that's where the magic happens. I'm mind blown by the constant synchronicities that Mama Bali provides me, especially when it comes to run-ins with people or um, beautiful gifts that Balinese provide their hospitality, their warmth, their smiles, their love. I just feel so nurtured. There are, of course, sacred bathing waters like the Turta and Pool that's close. And they have the Balinese dance performances that people love to attend and just observe all the time. Or you might even experience them just parading down and dancing and playing their music. It really is a magical place. They have an abundance of vegan restaurants and vegetarian restaurants just super healthy restaurants in general and you can either do extremely affordable or super upscale with beautiful views or just like a very nice interior setting when it comes to the restaurants because one of my most asked questions which is so funny because I did used to live there so I get it is like where should I visit when I go to Abud first of all I'll list like three places sometimes and then I always say just allow Mama Bali to take you where you want to go and she really will just like take you on the adventure that you need at that time so you can make all the plans in the world and, you know, do not depend on those completely follow, following through. <laughs> My favorite restaurants, I'd say that there are like five. Sayuri, Alchemy, Zest, Seeds of Life, and Moksa. Those are my go-tos. Sometimes Cafe with a K. And then... My two favorite yoga studios would be Radiantly Alive and Yoga Barn. So feel free to take note on that for this November. It's usually wet season, but it's been extremely hot, extremely hot and humid. As in, I'm talking over 90 degrees Fahrenheit, over 33 degrees Celsius and humid. (laughs) I've been experiencing extreme water retention, um, so I've just been guzzling water because of the heat and the humidity and even the locals think it's just wild that for whatever reason it's just been so hot and not raining at all it might rain for a little bit at night and that is it so let's pray that bali mama bali gets some rain it's all worth it because of there's a feeling a little sparkle inside my heart that feels like I'm truly being taken care of by this land in some way. And even if something in my inner world and outer world doesn't feel quite right, or I experience some anxiety in moments because I'm uncertain about the future, a mix of the luscious greenery that she provides with the type of people that are there from the locals to those who visit so the locals of course many of them speak English so well not that that matters because really you can just communicate with a smile (laughs) as that's a universal language but it does help us navigate for sure 
and it does make us feel welcome there, which they really do. So there's a mix of that, the locals, but then also just those that visit um, from all over the world. They are there for a reason and often to find deeper truths, to step outside of the world that they once knew and, and live more in their heart, in their soul, than in their ego. And you can really feel that radiate. And people are super, super esoteric too, which can be so fun to just geek out over all the things with random people you meet. But there's definitely just a sense of home there for me and many others too, a sense of serenity. So delicious food, luscious greenery, the serendipitous moments, the people, and just the feeling of being with Mama Ubud, Mama Bali, that is why I love Ubud, and that's how Ubud is. Yet, there are many pockets of places where you do see poverty exist, as it is a third world country, and unfortunately, you see Mama Earth not being treated with the most respect because recycling places are more limited. Yes, there are several high conscious restaurants and shops that use little to no plastic and waste. Like when I go to Alchemy, I'll get a takeaway salad from their salad bar and they use banana leaves as they create this banana leaf bowl. Maybe when I'm back, I'll take a picture for you guys. I have one, if you scroll way down on my Instagram from years ago, but they have a banana leaf that they use for you to take away, that they actually use in their offerings. For, yet the majority indeed still use plastic. And so you see it all over the roads because their trash and recycling system is different. They don't have a litter fine as well. But the beautiful thing is because Mama Bali truly is abundant with greenery, there are still so many places, many rivers, many valleys, many jungles, even beaches that are just rubbish free and it's still so beautiful but the truth of the matter is there are also beaches that are just loaded with trash and rivers and valleys indeed wakens one up to wanting to do a little more for the environment as much as you can another thing that can be hard for people to witness is there are many women with their children who do not have roofs over their head or even street kids who are sent by their parents to beg for money. Sometimes I'll carry food with me knowing that along a certain path I'm going to be seeing a certain mother who always stays right there or I just make sure to get some change out because like every bit counts for sure um, in helping the mama and her children. Also the average income here is about 100 US dollars worth of rupiah a month, which of course, that probably sounds so little to us, but I mean, they are loving their life, they are living their life, but at the same time, every time I talk to them, they're like, I can't travel, I don't have the opportunity to travel, I don't have the money to travel. So whether it's an American habit of yours or not, I highly implore you to show the universe your abundance and not only tip, but tip well. Trust that every dollar that you're giving is just, I mean, it's going to come back to you. So you don't even have to worry about that or even think about that. And also, 
that it's just basically you showing the universe that you appreciate that person for their help, their service, or just like their being. It always helps a lot to tip. These magical humans, just they deserve it. They are so kind, so hospitable, so honest, so beautifully guided by their religion and culture in a harmonious and positive way with their beautiful morning rituals of meditation and offerings, which is why the frequency lies in this spiritual vortex. I believe that is why at least this frequency of Bali lies in this vortex of deep, profound spirituality is because of their devotion to the way they pray, their offerings. They also just do their absolute best to provide the best experience for their visitors and accommodate their ways for other cultures in which, you know, they really shouldn't have to, but they really do. They love to give and make people happy, and they really appreciate it when you love to give back. <laughs> even if it's not money, even if it's just you, your love. So that is how Ubud is, and that's pretty much how Bali is. I really can't speak for Seminyak and Dempasar or Kuda. Um, Seminyak, Dempasar, and Kuda are just places that, that I'm not into and I don't recommend for people to go to unless, of course, they're coming here to party or something, um, which is totally fine. Seminyak would be the place to go for that kind of scene, maybe even Chenggu. But indeed, if you are just here to deepen your connection with Mother Nature and with your soul, I truly think that the strongest energy of Mama Bali's vortex lies in Ubud, and I'm going to be back here in a few weeks <laughs> after my Annapurna trek. Well, I believe that wraps it up. I will cue the outro now. Thank you all so much for sending questions. I'll be answering some more in next week's. And I'll be answering that when I am in Kathmandu. I'm really excited for this Annapurna trek. It is, I just found out, the 10th tallest mountain on the planet will all be gold <laughs> all right well i'm cueing the outro and have a magical day dear yummies thank you so much so so much for lending your ear and taking time valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today i am honored to provide this for you and i hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way i would love to personally connect with your soul on well of course irl but also on the instagrams or the facebook's my instagram which i am finally active on is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes and make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. 
and of course my offering my service is the soul tribe exclusive site which is $44.44 USD this is for life for you to receive many meditations and the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day